Welcome, welcome to my lovely 5D collective. Before I let you go, those of you who know about unconditionally loving who you are and who others are with flaws and imperfections, and you know about being your own safe haven, secure base. So that's a functional adult. You have a relationship with your higher self. That means you don't yell in people's faces or get all pissy at people. You know there's no devil, no evil. There is unresolved trauma. And that means people who don't know how to be emotionally mature, so they don't know what love is. So as the Sadhguru quote goes, relationships are about someone else. Love is our nature. And as Stephen Porges explains, love is our mammalian heritage because your oxytocin gene hormone can be only on when your ventral vagal social engagement system is on. And that means you know how to use your cortex, which means you know how to do mindfulness and mindsight with or without yoga. And anybody who does believe in evil or devil or that humans suck, this is not your podcast platform or I'm not your channeler. I'm not anyone really except for a person who does have a collective that I get to channel and share food for thought with as well as guidance and this is for them. So love is our nature because that's what our mammalian heritage is as a person, humanly speaking. And on that note, the adults don't do storytelling when it comes to love. So I'm going to use a story and then I'm going to describe what a love button knows about love. Well, first, love is no strings attached. You do you, I do me. So obviously, if I hand over my heart and I'm vulnerable with you, you don't have to hand over your heart at all. No, no. And if you drop it, that doesn't change the fact that I made a conscious choice because that's the difference when you are a mammalian in your mammalian heritage means you make a conscious choice to say hey i want to be vulnerable with you because i enjoy you we're not trying to extract joy so that's another sad guru quote uh, very straightforward i enjoy hanging out with you i don't need to hang out with you people who do not have a secure attachment with being their self with flaws and imperfections so they know they're worthy with or without yoga again 5D Collective here speaking. I did yoga with Sadhguru. That's the only person that got me to do yoga. And I maintained my promise. Nine months of it it was. And then I was like, okay, I'll try and keep it up. And so far I have other things to do and not 20 minutes of yoga or 50. But I have plenty of time for other types of meditation. Some of us, we don't need to actually meditate because we're always in mindfulness and mindsight. So... I use my cortex every day. I'm using it right now. It's the third eye, prefrontal cortex, all of it. So again, channelers, selflessness, timelessness, effortlessness, richness, enlightenment, soul age group as well. A mystic does have the ability to channel. And it was funny. I was actually channeling some guidance before. And I was like, why is it coming out this way now? And they're like, well, because you're concentrating, Maria. <laughs> so... It was funny because they're like, you can't get the message if you're not actually going to focus in on it and if you're distracted with different things going on. So there are ways that we will get clearer channeled guidance. And I do know focus is important. But I was uh, doing something specific in this reading that I'm talking about, which is why I was like, huh, it came out different this time. And they just made it a point to mention, yes, because now you're focusing. And before you were distracted. So that's that's the difference. So before I was in my left mode, 
and I was not being left mode, right mode, integrated and, you know, concentrated or whatever. So I'm not going to go and explain that one. Not for now. And even if I did, it wouldn't be something I would do. You know when you're channeling because it is um, an energetic imprint that you'll notice. So on that note, the story that I'm going to share is not mine. Uh, it's an example, though, of what the 4D collective uh, imparts when it comes to people who are in 4D, other soul age groups, and they are not their own masculine, feminine, mature, oneness, consciousness person. Mm. They also do not have the ability to be their own safe haven and secure base, their own purusha, their own prakriti, their own ability to unconditionally love themselves with flaws and imperfections, know what their interests are and what excites them in life, and therefore be driven every morning as they wake up to always have an up, fact most people will try and say how everybody has downers and i'm like okay we all have feelings some of us though don't have it in the human suffering way because we are our own purusha prakriti and the fact that all these people want to say social media makes it look like everybody has it all together kind of makes me feel like yes some of us do have it all together because when we are in our depths of emotions we're not thinking of it as oh my god i have nothing together and there's a very big difference when you experience emotions with your Ventral vagal nervous system, thank you, Krishna Lila, the embodiment of the depth of profound with curiousness and fun and da 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 da, knowing what a 5D mystic will know, which is, oh, this is part of my expansion. We are not lost. We don't get destabilized. We don't like, oh no, somebody's not the person I thought them to be. No, no, none of that happens. We already know who you are to us because we will know your name, one, who you are to us in our life, two, and if you are twin flame or flames or soulmates, we'll know know that. We'll know that immediately. We, We don't need the people to come up with the terms. In fact, we don't need to be explained that we're one eon and an energy because we'll know instinctively, instinctively, the energetic imprint of a twin flame flames or a soulmate mates instinctively snap and done not even a 10 second once you get the energetic imprint you will know and it's a very amazing amazing feeling because it's like a scent of perfume but you will know what is yours it's for my 5d mystics because the 4d they question everything so they need people to tell them how to feel how to know they need the list of rules this is what an adaptive child emotionally speaking who does not know they are their own self because they're like oh yeah i have a name but i don't know about my clairs then they go about trying to prove it by doing a lot of other things. So I'm going to put that to the side because a 5D person with Claire's will know that it's about you and maturing your mental, emotional, and physical body without even knowing it. You'll know it because you'll know exactly where you're at. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm here. Hmm, cool. Now I'm doing this. Huh, cool. Okay, thanks. Cool. My oversoul. Awesome. To inflame flames, you'll think of them as home, as you will the soulmates, and they are home. There's definitely home. Home is where the heart is, and it's within four walls. No, it's the entire human race. So let me get back to the story, because this whole idea that you must have a mission, that's also an adaptive child who needs purpose for their life. They don't know that their name themselves is their mission, because it's not big enough. No, no, it's not that. It's that their attachment system isn't secure yet. So in their own body, they long to feel seen, to be soothed, to then be safe, and to be secure 
And that means to be their quirky ass self without feeling shame. So lo and behold, adaptive children get rigid when they feel shame or guilt or blame or fault. And then they go, lo and behold, to the re revenge part. And they have some cop out called evil devil. They just say, I'm a supervillain versus uh, I'm a person who doesn't have a way of feeling good about myself and a lot of other things. So you, you see people making up stories based on movies. That's why we have a 4D collective so that people may find solace because not everybody will want to move into their 5D enlightenment soul age group. Somehow being the optimized human being brain integration of the brain is not appealing. People don't want to learn about unresolved trauma. They don't want to even learn about the attachment styles. In fact, some of them, they just keep on doing the movies and think drama is normal and Oh, yes, that love is unrequainted and suffering. So some people, they just want to keep believing. The ancients, go figure. Machines show a lot more, but the ancients uh, must be true. Everything they say, not really. If you are an intelligent one who wanders and not a dead sure idiot who thinks everything the ancients said must be true. <laughs> love the scientific methodology. Oh, I really do. And the creator brain of mine and those who are 5D, they're all creators. That's why they're drawing outside of the lines. Lo and behold, creating new ways for our species to survive. Lo and behold, the only ones who are actually doing anything that is remotely different than trending topics and stereotypes. But hey, the trending topics and stereotypes, they got good shit going on for the people who need to stay into copycat land because they're obviously going to be copying a lot of different things and repeating that wheel of karma. So when you do dharma, it's really fun. Karma is fun too, but dharma is even better. Karma, you learn. You, you literally are like, ah, okay, I see. So, okay, let's let's get to the story. I tried my best to get the people who don't understand love to go and get their conditional love from somebody else. This is where love is unconditional, number one. It's free. There's no attachment. So, if you drop my heart, it's okay. I can pick it up myself and bring it back together again, like humpity dump. Humpty Dumpty fell off a wall, whatever the pieces they fell, however the little rhyme goes, okay? So person who knows how to lift themselves back up, it's because we didn't really fall down. We have a gesture called, I'm going to be vulnerable and share my heart with you because I like you and have fun with you and I think there's something special. No, I feel it. I actually know. I know it in my bones. But let me not, you know, just uh, say it. Let me, let me prove it. Let me show it. Let me, let me do it. Let me tango. Okay, so this is why it's not a saga. The twin flame flame story. It's a beautiful story for those of us who love our own lives. For the people who want a story where they can handle their human suffering and just share with all people how nobody is ever really always on a high. They have to be on a low when they're in emotions. No, some of us are not in a low. And that's because, again, emotions, we're not uh, emotionless. It's what rules you as a human. It's just people as teenagers started to say, no, it doesn't. I'm not an emotional being. I'm a fucking badass. And they went ahead and did all the movies. And we even have those horrible hangover one, two, and three or whatever. It's like, wow, that's not even funny. Like, thank goodness it's a movie. Because, yes, I can laugh about a movie. But when I see people actually thinking that that's something uh, to be like, yeah, I'm badass. Like, no, that's not badass in any way. You know what badass is? Badass is a person who, let's say that they do make a mistake. Instead of living in regret for the rest of their life, they actually take their balls and make use of them. 
like actually know how to say, wow, I'm not my greatest mistake because I'm a human and perfect like anybody else. I, you know, didn't know a lot about myself and a lot about life. And now I do that. That's what it's called to be badass. It's called to be straightforward about shit and not be like, oh my gosh, I'm embarrassed. Yeah, we can all be embarrassed. Like anybody can. Nothing to be ashamed of. The feeling of shame, which is also a societal thing, comes from our ancients who actually would follow each other because if you didn't, you'd get kicked out of the herd and you'd be in danger with the lovely little animals. And this is why people have a big deal with the big S. I mean, psychologists talk about how many human beings in romantic relationships don't want to be romantically vulnerable with each other. Julianne, Terry Real. Stephen, all of them, they all have said the same thing. I was like, no wonder an enlightenment soul aged person ain't having fun because we are a cup of love and we are not a cup of fear. And all the insecure, low self-esteem, teenage things that see the teenagers, but it's not just teenagers. So some people, they really don't know. It's not just teenagers for them. Their nervous system is wired according to the dysfunctional family stuff. This is sad. It's not making anybody mad. There ain't no devil or evil for the people with compulsive behavior. It's sad. S-A-D. They don't know not only that they don't know how to be vulnerable because of our mammalian heritage in our history because they're too busy with stories. They also don't know that they have unresolved trauma due to not having a child-centric environment that gave them enough attunement and repair to rupture to be able to actually even know remotely what love means in their body, meaning I'm safe. And these are people who will also, by the way, of course, love their own parents and family, which is why it makes it that much more complex to describe and explain and to share. So again, love is our nature because we're mammals and we learn to sit in groups and trust each other. And the fact that people don't want to be vulnerable comes from, again, our heritage. We don't need no alien story or God story or devil story. Some people apparently just want the stories, and that's not my 5D collective. Okay, 15 minutes in. Hopefully, all of those who need a story can go bye-bye. Okay, so when a person who's a 5D who does not need a god, a devil, or anything to say, you know what, I wake up every day and got 24 hours, I'm going to make the best of it. Uh, no, emotions don't mean uh, good or bad. They're emotions. It's called the human experience. Did anybody not know this? you know what the gift is i don't care about what's afterlife i won't know it i'm alive now my name's maria what's your name because see it's very basic <laughs> i don't even know why people find it so challenging i'm maria what's your name okay straightforward tomorrow i know that i might not wake up because maybe the earthquake that'll come will get a, my, my my drawers to come falling on me while i'm sleeping maybe the roof will fall on my head Maybe I'll be crossing the street and some person who's distracted will run me over. Who know, do you know? I'm pretty sure none of us know any of that. So I'm being very realistic right now, which is my name is Maria. What's your name? So straightforward how people waste their life. I was a kid as like pretty straightforward how not to use your time, which is with your eyes and your ass, meaning that you don't do anything of valuable, but people don't recognize they first need to figure out that they are worthy. Go figure. Most people don't know it. Thank you, Terry Real. The Western society has built a bunch of people who don't know that they're worthy just for breathing. And you know how many people I have presented this to? And they're like, oh, how dare you? 
No, you can't feel, wow, really? No, 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 no. If you're just thinking you're worthy for breathing, I don't think so. I don't want you in my, and I'm like, wow. Okay then, wrath of nobody except for a person who has trauma and you don't even know it. Let me move along the way. Bye-bye. You know how many instead with vulnerability will share, wow, that's deep. I don't have that ability. Like inside my body, what I feel when you describe this is like, uh, really, really like no. And that is a person who's aware of their attachment system. And they're zero year old. And that's a good start because that means they have a relationship with their body. So they can become conscious about their secondary consciousness and know, wow, I could find meaning all on my own of myself. But this depth of emotion, this longing, so here's the scientific methodology, people. Thank goodness they exist. You have an attachment system like I do. And it longs to be seen so it can feel soothed, so that it then can feel safe and then secure, which is what an infant, as soon as they're out of the womb, and even before that, they will have in the womb felt this restorative embodied self. So this sense of everything's going to be okay. This is the grace that you hear said guru talking about. This is the same grace that any religious institution will have talked about. The feeling of your body in this, everything's going to be okay. You can look it up. There's a book, but they talk about the restorative embodied self. This is the field of semantics, body, mind, semantic therapy. So it's a very specific area of therapy. But if you, you know, add up neuroscience, add up the physics, if you add up a bunch of different fields with consciousness, you'll see that they tell you what spirituality is. It's you, human 101 in your integrated brain and restorative embodied self. Okay, so when you feel this depth of loneliness and longing, it's your zero to one year old, yours, I have mine, I've gotten to know mine, mine's great and dandy, Maria, this person here is good inside this body, doesn't mean I want to die tomorrow, no, actually I don't, but I've made peace with the fact that I can't do anything about it, thank you Marcus Aurelius, I was a teen and he is the one who got me to stop waking up from dreams, being super sad that I will not remember any of my loved ones. And as a mystic, I can tell you, I already know my future, which made me really happy. It makes me really sad to know who won't be there, but it also makes me silly. I laugh because I know that I won't remember being Maria. So it doesn't really matter what I know from this lifetime about my future. But it does make me happy that I get to share about my future with the people that will be in my future. And even though, again, it seems silly, to a person that is a mystic and to a person who loves life, I actually am very happy. And for the people who won't be there, I know why. And I know they make fun of me about them not being there. So here's where I always say, hey, I'm reading for myself. I tap into my oversoul stuff. It's not yours, so you can tap into it if you want. We'll do an Akashic Record reading. We'll see what happens. I need to concentrate. I'm not concentrating on you. I'm just letting you know what I see for my future and what I've seen of it. Okay, so let's get to the story that I was going to share. Um, the story is something along the lines of, actually, let's see. I'm going to do this first. I know that we read this uh, proverb in our previous episode, but in case people don't listen to it, I still want to read it. I'm going to read to you the proverb, then I'm going to read to you one of the poems that I've written before, and then we'll keep talking about the story. Cherokee proverb, a woman's highest calling is to lead a man to his soul so as to unite him with source. 
Her lowest calling is to seduce, separating man from his soul and leaving him aimlessly wandering. Or and leave him aimlessly wandering. A man's highest calling is to protect woman, so she is free to walk the earth unharmed. Man's lowest calling is to ambush and force his way into the life of a woman. So, one, you have of a woman and man part, feminine and masculine. So apply it to yourself. The masculine is your left mode, the chit-chatter brain. The right mode, the emotion, the nonverbal is your feminine. The feminine leads you to your spirituality, which is really just your emotional mature, which is you learning to be your own safe haven, your, your own secure attachment. So you make sense of the unknown, unexpected, unwanted that happens in life from within you and go with your flow. These are the main modules of the inner growth mindset. Here's how you optimize and get to integrate your brain because you allow your left to decipher what is coming up from your right and you don't use predictions from the past. You allow yourself to know I'm emotional. You use the mindset lens. What's I'm feeling something, my nervous system. Where am I? Let me bring myself to my ease state. Let me breathe. Let me calm myself. Let me figure it out. And then when you're interacting with people, the same thing goes. That's where the love is your nature. Zen masters, we're always looking to be in a state of ease because unless you have a physical weapon, we don't need to be in our fight, flight, fright, or freeze, okay? So being your functional adult is you in a ventral vagal state and you a somatic empath. So you're present. You're not thinking of anything. Your present means you're aware and you're doing bottom up, but there's zero going on inside as you're interacting with another, you're attuning to them. So with the mind sight lens, you know yourself, you're good, you're a differentiated self, another's a differentiated self, and that's where integration. So you're doing empathy with integration, which is why you're in a physiological state of compassion, which is why you are in a love nature, which is our nature, because you are the Zen master of you, and you are knowing that you're interacting with another person. Independently from if they are functional adult or not, you are love. Okay, so you're... Woman, feminine, right, emotion stuff, masculine, the man, it's the breaking up. Yin-yang, when you look at it, the man's energy breaks things, breaks through. The woman creates with what is within. The part about there being maturity in both is that the masculine does not destroy unless necessary. So you would only break a rock because you know, okay, I need to break this rock in order to create that building. You wouldn't go into hyperdrive mode which is instead what people that only use the left mode do so they go into the one focus mindset and they're like oh, i'm gonna figure it all out uh, but they're only focusing on one discipline so it's all true based on one it's like horses with blinders that's the one focus mind we have them they're in need without them we wouldn't have the in-depth information on every single one of those subject matters out there it's also why we have 4d meaning consciousness is a series of 8 billion plus. Put to the side the stories for a minute. However, even if we had only data points, subject matters, we would need researchers, meaning there would have to be, otherwise you cannot expand. Consciousness is you and I aware of ourselves. Primary is the animals. They are aware with the simple biological needs. And then we have secondary, which is what humans have, which is we're aware that we live, we're aware that we will physically die, and that sends us into those existential questions. However, we are driven by a nervous system that for a long time worked in reptilian, fight, flight, fright, because we lived one with the animals. Then we got our mammalian, the ventral vagal, the social engagement. Once we had farmers and got to, got to sit in groups and we were protected with each other as the herd, 
Here comes shame. Ah, you bad you. I'm going to kick you out. Ah, you get eaten by the lion. You get, guess what's going to happen to the 10 who see that happening? Shit, I don't want to be kicked out. Damn. Silverback, anyone? This why I don't want to go back to the ancients because the only reason the silverback of the ancients won is because they were physically stronger and some of them were probably smarter. Eventually, we got the physical and smarts together. And the people who scared shitless, oh, I better get on their good side. Otherwise, they're going to kick me the fuck out. Furthermore, shame is a posture. You bend down, bend your head over. You look a little scrouchy and you're going to start feeling yourself lower. Like there's a whole bunch of studies that share what the posture is. And just imagine getting scolded as a child or just, again, as uh, primates with our species. Ah, people, physical brute force. It's very straightforward how you could break it down doesn't mean love's not our nature no no love's still your nature but only when you're behaving like a good boy good girl wrath of god wrath of this wrath of that you know you can fast forward the story is pretty straightforward if you actually use the intellectual and emotional maturity of a mind of a person who loves scientific methodology anyone here raise your hand i do even though i'm the mystic lady i love knowing about books and love knowing about hum human i'm a human man i want to learn everything i knew to the first day that i was like what about this evil thing let me go figure it out so I want to share love with people. Hmm. Ah. Okay, so shame, societal emotion, moving into the medieval ages. Uh-oh, you're not following what I want you, kicking you out now. <laughs> there you go. So there's a very explainable reason why people still have shame, but they don't realize that it means you're part of a herd. We're all part of a herd. Some of us, though, we don't need to be part of a herd to be uh, part of the herd. Thank goodness it's 2023 in the future for those who want to live the past. So the part about a man's highest calling is uh, to protect a woman so she is free to walk the earth unharmed and his lowest calling is to ambush and force his way into the life of a woman. I'd say that in terms of the masculine energy, what you can look at is the fact that our thinking brains, because we didn't use thought in an intellectual way to be curious, but we began looking at it explore but also with survival we ended up where we're at and right now thankfully we're finding balance okay so let me go to the other story that i wanted to share with you and that is going to then lead us to the actual other story okay so let me count the ways that i love the smiles you bring to my heart the silence you fill with awe and splendor, the essence of life and love that you are, the magic that the mere expression of you holds, the embodiment of the infinite and unknown splendors of life that you bring to me each day. I love thee for that which our fusion creates. It is love and life and form, completely conscious of being, and awakened in every breath, thought, and action we take, both together and apart. Let me count the ways I love thee. In knowing that together we bring to life that which is deemed impossible to be experienced by a mortal being. The experience of love and life in its utmost unlimited and infinite expression and potential. So on that note, when you are aware of aspects that are a part of you, you know that the lightness to have those lovely wings, some talk about angel wings. Angels are beautiful to conceptually as well as um, in your interactions. I've had interactions with angels. 
to feel, but today I can say that we all are angels. If a person can meet their attachment system and move into their heaven in their body, their alignment to navigate integration of the brain, to navigate restored embodied self, to be all that you can be and to share all that you can with earth. So here's where embodying yourself and following your heart as we do talk about with the inner growth mindset and that tapping into your infinite higher human consciousness potential experience is the biggest gift that you can share with yourself and the world, use your name because there's nobody like you. This is what it means to unconsciously love who you are. It means to feel good to share it. It means that if somebody says, I don't like you because they don't know how to be themselves yet, you're not like, oh my God, they just offended me in your body. You might need practice to get into the neutrality. This all depends where you're at, but... The more that you are rosy, posy with your quirks, and then the more you recognize that the feeling of shame can be passed by one nervous system to another. So you just learn to recalibrate, to differentiate yourself. Remember, I'm cool with me. This person's being the one who's interacting. Maybe they're in a different nervous system state. Doesn't matter if they are, they're not. You recalibrate to be what? In an integrated state form so that's the mindset lens you're a me plus another me and you are me we so you stay in your ventral vagal state zen master 5d in the enlightenment soul age group functional adult or mystic or both and then you continue interacting the more you have your practice with your oversoul the more you get to perfect that so guess what happens with the oversoul which is our playground twin flame flames soulmates we get to keep being our beautiful selves for the ones who move into the 5D, not the 4D collective. They keep being their adaptive child self. Leave them alone. They're going to find ways to learn other stuff about themselves through those relationships, okay? So, with us and the love message, the story of people, two people, who end up in situations that involve heartbreak and here's where the saga of oh love is needing to be excruciatingly painful so that people can grow and expand and it's all bullshit because you know what two people are what am I talking out of I have a mouth I think I think I'm using it okay so if you are a young adult do you consider yourself smart you consider yourself uh, heard because I've never heard one person say yeah I'm a sheep <laughs> So, okay, let's get that one straight. Okay, so if you're in any way, shape, or form smart, then you should have a handle over your emotions. And if you don't, well, then you should not really be using the word yet. Stable, mature, adaptive, rational, teachable, the acronym. Flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, stable. There's your integration of the brain. That's a smart brain because that's a brain that has an owner that knows how to use their chit-chatter left and then has learned how to use their right. Now, some people, they need support. They go get it. Good therapy is what it is. Somatic sensory motor trauma. They actually care about performance. Not in an egotistical way. No, 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 no. They care about performance, meaning they care about how they perform in their body. Excuse me, I should specify. Not performance in the facade type of way, formals. No, no, no. In their body, they want to be purusha prakriti. So they care about their inner well-being. That's the performance I was talking about. 
So whenever I wake up, I'm always energized. I'm like, whoa, ecstasy, where are you, man? This is amazing. Every day, I just love more. Oh, I'm awake, thank God. Let me breathe some more and kiss the floor for a second, just two seconds, because I'm still here. That's literally what are the things that will cross your mind as you get more and more into your enlightenment soul age group, man. It's amazing how much ecstasy I got going on right now. And I'm not even doing anything except for sharing with you all the channeled guidance message. So the two love suffer for their mission. They have to grow into their biggest mission ever. One has a huge mission bring a change to the world, get better at channeling, get better at their clairs, get better at everything that they are, feminine, spiritual, others going to serve them. That's their one and only mission, to serve them emotionally, to bring them everything they need to make sure they complement. It's okay, I'm going to be done with teasing about this because I know there are people that actually, again, long for that because they want to have a person to attach to so that they can have their purpose in life and they want to be basically protected like this sentence of a man's highest calling is to protect a woman so she can feel free to walk the earth unharmed. Okay, so I know people that want this. I'm just saying that that's uh, where that's, people who will be in love when they're always together and they will feel like power couples and all that lovely superhero stuff they see people with their each other and the whole mission part too everybody's out on a mission it's beautiful it's beautiful I, I i still think we should all get together and go plant one tree i'm gonna do i'm gonna try and and do that once i have a certain amount of number of ihp on telegram though i'm gonna say okay how many of you are up to planting that one tree you heard me talk about okay let's go find it actually first we'll, we're going to do a survey do we know which tree gives the most oxygen okay i'm going to go find a spot we'll, we'll we'll keep ourselves accountable i'm serious i'm not even kidding i'm going to find a spot where i can plant a tree wherever i'm at whether i'm in america or italy i'm going to go find one spot where i can plant a tree i'm going to go buy the tree I'm going to go figure out how to plant it somewhere. And then if there's 100,000 of us, we will have planted 100,000 trees. Maybe we can create a circle around. Maybe we can find a way to protect it. So the point of action is, is that simple. This simple is what action. Don't require me to be like, I'm going to go tell all the light workers how to be light workers. I mean, it's one thing because I know we have the paid subscription-based model content. So I am here to support people who are 5d mystics too by the way serious note but what i'm saying is some people they find their mission and i'm gonna help people be just like me and do it just my way because it worked my way and it's gonna work for, and some people want that again there's belonging as a driver not talking to people who need to belong i'm talking to independent lovers so we, we tango all the time with all people of all walks of life we tango but action means you get your hands, you get your feet, you get up out of bed, and I'm somebody who has panic attacks, so believe me, and it's not always that straightforward. And I'm going to go and say, okay, we need trees for air. Let's go plant it. We're not going to wait for the business owners to do shit because apparently it's taking them forever. The system's taking it forever. Let's go plant these trees. What's the next step? What do we need to do? We need to go recycle. One person out of 100K, okay, your neighborhood, go recycle. Go pick up trash. Let's picture each other. We'll take a photograph. Let's have proof of it. 
Some people want to open business. We don't have to open a business. We can make it that simple and that small and then make it that big. So a mission is one that you actually begin to put into place yourself for the 5D people. You do not go speaking about it. You're already doing it. The ones who need to speak about it, they need to speak about it to get organized. There's always going to be a process. The part about knowing who you are is very important to um, share. The 5D Collective will have a sense of knowingness of themselves being their own guru and not being needed to be told by others what type of life to live. So the part about having masculine and feminine energies, we have both. If a person is whole, the minute that you start getting told a story about somebody living their life for you or building something for you you'd be like fuck that shit they need to live for themselves what are you talking about now it's another if a person actually does state you know i find worthiness i find fulfillment i find the depths of me being alive because of you you give me purpose i personally don't think that's how it should be but a person is a person right so this is that differentiated self and again drivers are drivers some people are driven by self-agency others are driven by belonging so they need to belong and or the the actuality is their personality is driven they're motivated by being able to be of service to others as i said that's why we do have a 4d collective 5D collective, also, of course, serving others. There's just a different way there's the feeling. So the feeling is I'm just doing something that's my human nature. Because our nature as humans is to love. Our nature as humans is to be co-creatives. Our nature as humans is to be a herd of mammals who come together and keep each other safe. Our nature as humans, shame was not born out of spite. No. Envy came because the value that you hold and that you held, if it wasn't enough or if you didn't have, so envy and jealousy, it's because that meant you would be threatened physically because if you didn't actually have anything to offer the herd, you'd get kicked out potentially. Because if we're starving and in the middle of nowhere in the sea and let me see i got the strong person over there i got the smart person over there you are a dumb one i'm sorry but you can't offer any value lo and behold the brutal reality of the survival nervous system it's not the devil or evil it's basic normal you know when people talk about nature i actually can't watch some of those documentaries because i get sad when i see these things happen and it's animals, and I know that they don't know, like, that's the part. I know I'm the human, the silly human who's crying about it or upset about it, but <laughs> that's the part I'm still sad about it. And so even though it's human's nature, this is where people started to think human nature is not love, it's evil, because we didn't actually have a way of talking about the survival stuff with the Let's de-mist... No, what is it? De-evil-ify it. I need to create a word. People made up this thing evil and they didn't just make it up. Okay, so let's talk about for a minute the mysticism 
and the oversoul and us being able to have the shared conscious collective and infinite. Yes, we see things in our mind's eye. Otherwise, I wouldn't be a channeler. I wouldn't be able to even, I wouldn't even be using the word. And I personally did go through expansion after expansion. Um, I've used words such as angels, angel wings. Um, when I was in the in-depths of all metaphysics and as a terrorism, I didn't have any of the trauma-informed, somatic-informed. So the way that I was able to explore the entire sphere of energy of course, is with what knowledge I had. And this is why it's not change. If you ask me, did I change my mind anywhere? No, I haven't changed anything of my mind. I've learned how to be even more expansive on something that I've consistently grown to be familiar with, which is our expanding consciousness and this infinite sphere of beyond just the stars. So what I can tell you about nightmares and demons and devils and all things that 4D collective, those who have this stuff, um, when we are in the effortless moment before richness, this is from one of the neuroscience videos on the well or big think, he uses the word fear and talks about us being in a state of fear because we are in a moment where our mind is in selflessness and timelessness. So that moment, your body knows you're not there. Your, your physical mind is, I'm going to say the left mode. Okay. But I don't know if it's that. So you perceive that you are no thingness. You perceive, you begin to perceive that Shiva moment. And your body is going to be like, what the fuck's happening? This is fucking freaking out. So your, your physical body is part of its muscles, its, its, its brain. And there's a way the biologists explain it. It knows that you live. The minute it senses that there's this void, if you will, that there's this no thingness, it's going to be a minute freaking out. And I'm sure that the neuroscience can explain it even better with the brain and all that stuff. Long story short though, in effortlessness is the moment where 4D tends to stay within a fear, actual nervous system. They don't move to richness. If they moved to richness, then they would grow more wondrous and more intelligent. They would stop thinking they can foresee a future that is not here yet. They would stop thinking that they can tell some other person what their soul is. No, 4D Collective is out there for the people who need other people to tell them what their soul and their essence is. The people who don't need that, they look forward to having people who create independence. This is my 5D Collective, who explains you're the one who knows your actual connection with source. And it's not a source. It's just a big field of energy. You, the human you, is masculine and feminine. You, the human you, choose yourself because you are whole and then you can add to each other's lives when you are actually enriched by each other and not in this attachment system that is an insecure one that longs in a way of depending for your ability to be seen, to be felt, to be sued, to be safe because it's a ridiculous actually thing. You know you're not ever going to be secure with another human being same way you know you're not ever going to be secure on a plane of earth because you're going to know that you are physically alive, which means you will potentially at any moment given in time physically die. So the whole masculine is an illusion. At the same time, it lives with the feminine. And this is why the two don't contrast each other. But when in maturity, they create 
the most amazing flow state. So it is in the moment of fear that you disengage from fear, allow yourself to trust in your own knowingness that you don't know all and that you're a human who has the ability to have secondary consciousness and you move into richness. And you allow yourself to know this is in my mind's eye. This is not happening. I'm not touching a wall. I'm not, you know, doing anything. And the future is not here yet. I'm in this whatever time. What time is it? Oh, it's this time, you know? Okay, so 4D, they get all fixated on them be being special. Da -da 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 -da. Again, they have their purpose. I'm channeling for 5D collective, not a 4D one. The people who are chariots of themselves, they navigate the heavens and the earths and they navigate their thoughts and their emotions and they know exactly how to feel reassured within their self and then to add to their life and have another add that purusha prakriti that's what love is it's not i have a mission you have a mission and that mission is to become some superheroes in a super villain world needing to super rescue someone that is a very um, egoically, I'm going to use the word arrogant, but it's not even arrogance. It's, it's uh, people who don't really recognize that the world, if you want to talk about, let's make the world a better place for you and for me and the entire human race. There are people dying. If you care enough of the living, make the world a better place for you and for me. The basics are always the way that we make a better world. Only teenagers grow up to think about the future in ways of superhero, supervillain, and super rescuing dreams. And there are a lot of people that they do this. They live sensationalization. They're visceral. They're not their adults yet. Um, it's not bad. When we see those stories, we will listen as the two-year-old wants to share their story. And they get very excited. And sometimes they get very sad and that's why they need to tell people things like this. Uh, where is it? I mean, I'm like, okay, yeah, <laughs> that's not the case for everybody, but okay. Let us remember that there are those who feel this way. So, of course, um, here it is. Nothing on social media shows the full story. Everyone has issues. Everyone has insecurities. Every human alive is fighting a battle they don't talk about. Don't let uh, your mind create a fairy tale. No one escapes real life. So these sentences, real life is actually pretty awesome from within your own body. When you do share your full story on social media, the issues aren't issues. The insecurities aren't torture and fighting. We don't fight battles inside our own body when we are using our mind to create what is not a fairy tale. Because yes, our own life is a fairy tale. Again, we're, we're alive. We woke up. I got 24 hours. That's my fairy tale right now. The ability to be a mature mentally and emotionally speaking and physically speaking human being is where your life and reality don't match what people talk about when they don't know that human suffering is they went on the insula. So the insula lights up your head and body connected now up. Oh, Alert, alert, alert. The amygdala is alerted to whatever has value to you. Alert, alert. I see the woman of my dreams, the man of my dreams, the day of my dreams. Oh, oh, that's what's going to give me purpose. Temporal junction. Here's where you relate to whatever you're dealing with from having the past in there. Oh, shit, but I got heartbroken here, here, here. Oh, they're doing that shit. Oh, no. This is where people will wire themselves shut into human suffering. And no. 
people who move into compassion which is my 5d collective we don't sit there not even for one second we don't in fact relate to the past by saying oh, oh we, we allow the past to surface we hold it in our bag that's that temporal junction oh yes that's right i did have this heartbreak and that heartbreak and that hat hmm yeah, I had a lot of people that don't know how to dance a tango. That's f- fucking interesting. But moving to your prefrontal cortex, that active third eye for my 5D enlightenment functional adult collective mystics. And that's why we do not stop dancing the tango because of what? Somebody dropping your heart. Again, they dropped it. You pick it up. Oh, it's, it's not even dropped. Never mind. I didn't drop anything. I was just being vulnerable with a person who doesn't want to be vulnerable with me. Okay, there you go. Very much straightforward. Whatever process to get quote-unquote over that is going to be personal and it's not a real-life saga drama story that we're going to need to talk about as a shit show that's called human suffering and some people don't have it because they have what i said third eye on prefrontal cortex which means intrapersonal intelligence and so in the minute that something's happening emotionally mind sight lens on mindfulness lens on all of this is on (laughs) integration of the brain on because i got the feelings from my right mode the left is chit-chatting i ain't criticizing myself because i ain't in a shame cycle with inner critic outer critic or denying let me go drink it off or fuck it off or eat it off let me pretend that all is well and pretend to say no and then withdraw no 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 none of this happens so insula lights up i'm feeling my body my nervous system i'm aware of it in my brain the amygdala is alerted whatever is going up the temporal junction reviews the prefrontal cortex takes in the information so again i'm being present what's going on inside of me it's okay i'm getting nervous because whatever what am i dealing with outside of me i'm going to have empathy or relate and attune to the external without making the past part of it no i'm doing bottom up there's no weapon i've observed my territory no weapon here nothing to be holding nope nope no need to run there's no fight flight engage not even a little bit nope zero nada my default mode network is down regulated i don't need fight i'm not fighting anyone i'm emotional Hmm. Oh, that's right. This is what's, that's why I'm an emotional. Okay. Got it. Ah, what can I do? Oh, they're emotional. Hey, are you good? You, you want? No. Okay. I'm going to go away. So if there's a resonance, there's trust you build. If there's no, not resonance, you won't be trusting because you won't be expanding consciousness because the mini says, oh, okay. Are you good? Do we want to talk about something? And they begin to not be there tangoing with you. And here's where we got, remember, the adaptive child, they, they dropped the heart on purpose. They don't know how to hold it because they're not even holding their own yet. They didn't do an exchange. So this is where there, there ain't no love story unless you're both people who have the ability to sit in your ventral vagal state. It's not a love story. It's one person knows their nature as a human being. Another doesn't know their nature yet. What they know is rigidity and chaos. And that means whatever games, quote unquote, they learned as teenagers and then whatever they learned, which they don't know about. So compulsive behavior, sex, drugs, alcohol, food is part of a shame cycle, which is part of a maladaptive as a grown up, but it's a safety trauma behavior as a child because it's a safety trauma response to your unresolved trauma. So people don't know what love means because they don't know that they have. If they can't unconsciously love each other, so no strings attached, let's talk about it. They don't know how to be a functional adult yet. They don't know how to use their third eye. They don't even know about emotional intelligence, interest, personal. They don't know anything about themselves as a human yet. No, no, they can go talk about their stories all day long. The love message from my lovely 5D is your love. You don't need a person to be loved. That's the point. 
and you would know this, and you will know this, and if you didn't know this, now you know this, and most people who are of my collective at this point, you know this, my regular listeners. So what I will end with is the story is that you create your fairy tale by allowing others to show you what fairy tale they want with you. And so love is not, I have a mission, you have a mission, I'm going to awaken you, you're going to awaken me, da, da, da. all of these things are for 4D collective, 5D knows, I'm a human, you're human, and I and you come together and we use our mouths to speak to each other and then we learn how to continue to engage in a way that is enjoyable for both parties if it's enjoyable if it's not we learn how to disengage and nobody is going to shame anybody and nobody feels less or more safe safety is this idea again that we do want to have and that we do have it's not that you want to have it but that we learn to work through so when love is here you will feel in safe haven, secure base with each other. So you're home, you're at ease with your imperfections and flaws. The more you can be vulnerable, the more your hearts share. They don't get dropped. That means you care. That means you are able to care, okay? So remember that if they drop your heart, people don't drop hearts on purpose. Hurt people who hurt people don't do it because they know that they can do work. They will watch enough movies. This is the part nightmare people that watch all that shit. Yeah, they don't help themselves, but they hate the human race. They want to be with the stars. So there's that. So disengaging from that and ending with be compassionate and loving and kind first towards yourself. Everybody is not their greatest mistake. We all don't know about what we don't know until we know about it. And the whole trauma and somatics and everything that the modern sciences is sharing and are sharing is pretty much new because we didn't have internet to divulge information like we do now which is why thank goodness we have social media so taking actions that chariot is where anybody who wants to be in the love of their life is not going to be waiting around they're going to proactively be with the person that they actually enjoy because that's how you work if you're in 5d because you know you got 24 hours the part about knowing of yourself is where that's the first step. So when people learn about who they are, then they can say, here I am, here's my vulnerability. I didn't know about any of this stuff. And here's what I you know, didn't know. And you present your triggers, you present your flaws, you present the compulsive, you present it all. A person who's a grown-up doesn't have shame of their quirkiness. I'm a person who's very in-depth. I'm passionate, I'm stubborn, I'm so many things. <laughs> I'm not ever going to change. But that's the part when you are that grown up, all people will say, I ain't changing for you and you better not change for me. <laughs> We're going to lift each other up and make each other know how to be a collective that creates together, that rolls up our sleeves and learns how to keep each other physically safe. And that begins with our air, water and food. Of course, also our neighborhoods and our system. We want the system to be improved. We want everything societally to be improved. We don't need shame for it. The people who believe we need shame, let's put that to the side because that's for another conversation. Love and tangoing is very, very easy. And the people who know how to be curious with their group thinking, they have a mind full of strangers and nobody's a threat because, again, we trust in our humanity since we are all humans. And I look forward to hearing from you. Your higher self, your functional adult creates mindful relationships the Zen masters that you all are becoming and that you all can be. It's a blessing. It's a gift. I shouldn't use that word blessing, but it's a gift to each other and it's a gift to 
the society that we're going to build because we want more of the ones who are like yeah you know what you're flat earther that's great you want to have a chit chat though about how else i would love to see if you could use your brain could i ask you can i pick at your brain for a minute would you mind and you know try and actually just get them to see if there's anything else they're interested in besides proving that earth is flat <laughs> i'm sure you'll have a very enjoyable conversation by the way so meeting new types of people, it's always nice when they're of a 5D collective because the love buttons, we are infinite higher human consciousness potential experiences and we want to protect the future so we know it hasn't happened yet and what the 4D sees about the future, they're distorting it because they don't know enough about how the physicists are knowing how the stars are working and stuff like that, the galaxies. So to be continued, in the meantime, I hope you enjoyed and I hope you have a great day. And we'll be back again with more soon.